Rebellions are built on hope. And welcome to another episode of Radio Rebellion, a Star Wars podcast. I'm your host, Alberto Calderon, and thank you for joining us on another great Star Wars Saturday. I am joined again by our friend, our co-host, Oti. Oti, how are you doing? I'm fine. How are you? Yeah, we're all fine. And joining us again, our friend, Rachel, how are you doing? And I, So let me re- redo that intro. Great Rogue One, one of the greatest Rogue One fans, Gene Erso fans out there. If we're talking Andor, you were on our call list. Who, who, who's going to be one of our guests? It was Rachel. How are you doing, Rachel? I'm doing all right. I'm wearing my Stardust necklace that my sister bought me for my birthday. For Ooh. And nice. buns like Ray, apparently, is what I'm bringing to this Andor podcast because I didn't want to redo my hair today. Ah, that's fine. I have bed head a little bit. I basically have no hair. Yeah, you, you don't add anything to this part of the conversation, but no. I was I was more worried that uh, you both would have been hit by hurricanes. So I'm just glad <sighs> that you're both here and both safe. Yes, we are. Yes, thank you. As let's just get into it real quick. As everyone knows, first Puerto Rico was hit by a big hurricane a couple of weeks ago. Uh, we talked about it last week. There's a lot of places that you can help. Uh, there's links just running down in the bottom of the screen right now. Plus, on the description of this video, there's those same ones and some other ones that you can find and just help as you can. This goes straight to the people on the ground in Puerto Rico helping out, not the government. We're talking Andor, so don't give to the government. And then, of course, for the Amidala Help of Initiative, Amidala Initiative for Equality Texas, and of course, the National Network of Abortion Funds and the What Choice Fundraiser. There you go, Oti, representing. And all those links are down in the description of the video. So as you can help describe, it's all down there. Uh, but yes, Florida, I was extremely lucky because I'm not on the coast. I'm in North Central Florida. So we're, I'm about from the East West Coast, I guess I'm about 50 miles away. And then from the West Coast, no, sorry, from the East Coast in Jacksonville, I'm about 100 miles away or 90. From the West Coast, I'm about 50 or 60 miles. So usually when there's a storm coming, we kind of, okay, we kind of escape the brunt of it. But this one, the way it was originally coming, was gonna go through Tampa and then go North. And we're just right in the middle of it. But lucky for me, unlucky for everyone down south, it came in about 50 or 60 miles south of Tampa and then just went through Orlando and everyone has seen the photo. So yeah, it's bad for everyone out there. We extend on our thoughts for them. Hopefully everyone's doing okay. Everyone that I've known from Florida in terms of family, they had some on the East Coast and other podcasters and, to, and YouTubers out there. They're, they're fine and that's good to know. But yeah, it's difficult out there right now. <sighs> All right. In the Midwest, we just get tornadoes, so you get like you know, ten minutes of warning. Yeah, no, that's one thing. I w- I don't know. We south, you have the hurricanes. Midwest, you have the tornadoes, earthquakes on the other side, snowstorms. Oh, we get earthquakes too. They're just not oh, very big. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> They're just not very big, and I sleep through them. And yeah. Puerto Rico is currently, you know, hurricane central, earthquake central. Um, everything central 
yeah, it's, it's it's bad out there, unfortunately, for a lot of places. It's, but it's the end of Ghostbusters where they're like, <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> all right. But today, <clears throat> excuse me, we're here to talk a little bit Star Wars, a little bit of other stuff. We gotta start with Andor. So if you guys are ready, I'm one ready. Let's talk Star Wars and the Andor files. I've been in this fight since I was six years old. Has he? Uh, I don't know. I, I'm just gonna say that every time because yeah, I, I, I like the bit and I like to see people angry about it. It's like, dude, take a chill pill. <laughs> yes, um, I saw something that I don't know if it's Tony Gilroy said it that supposedly Andrew is like nine years old in that flashback, and I'm like, my son is nine. He doesn't look that old, but that's okay. It's <laughs> Hollywood nine-year-old. We'll let it pass. Um, Hollywood nine-year-olds can be either side because the girl who played little Leia was a little younger than Leia, and then there's other ones that are older. And age in Star Wars is a spectrum fine. or something. Don't, I, don't it, it, I am a timeline person, and I'm even learning to relax. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's needed. I speaking of timelines there's one thing about timelines and i'll talk in a minute but yeah sometimes like eh, whatever just make it work give me a good story um really the, just tell me just tell yeah. me what it is so i can reconfigure my timeline Alti, <laughs> who's there in the chat i think our oh friend. yes yeah. we have dale dale says hello there alberto Oti hello. And rachel he also says rebellions are built on stardust nice play of words yeah and yeah he's excited let's do it let's talk under so as we start, uh, of course, I'm going to start with you, Rachel, as our guest. But last week, Otto, I don't know if you remember, I said at the end, a lot of people after the first three episodes were already saying this is the best Star Wars TV series out there, the best things Disney has done. And I wasn't there. I said, eh, maybe, but I'm not there right now. After episode four, I think I have one foot on that bandwagon. This episode was on another level. Um, Rachel, coming into episode four, we all know what a huge fan you are of Rogue One. First three episodes, just very quick, quick thoughts. Um, I definitely think it's up there for Star Wars television for me. I think it's probably some of the best acted Star Wars that I've seen. Mm -hmm. And um, I, I was all in. I got up at <laughs> two in the morning for the first three episodes because I took um, the day off work. <laughs> um, because I was about to go on vacation. So uh, shout out to my mother, who was on a six-day road trip with me during the first week of the Andor craze. Oh, my. But, but yeah, uh, it was... I I thought it was some fantastic Star Wars televisions. I'm not much for ranking, like, as stuff's mm. airing, I'll rank later. But episode four confirmed that this is some of the best Star Wars TV we've gotten. Not that any other Star Wars TV has been bad, um, but this is the kind of Star Wars that I live for. I'm, I like the Jedi, I like the bounty hunters, but Rebellion is <laughs> my Star Wars. So, yeah, and I'm starting to go into that pace that we always say, "Oh, Star Wars is for everyone." And what does that mean? That everyone needs to love everything? No, that's little different pockets of Star Wars, like the animated series, the Rebellion, the Jedi, and we're starting to expand a lot of that. And I'm seeing a lot of people know this is my type of Star Wars. And even though I prefer that Jedi and the Force stuff, Rogue One was great, and this is just going that same path. Oti, 
last time you were a little bit angry going into the first three episodes because you were trying to get back home to Puerto Rico on your flight. I, I, had, no I had no power. <laughs> I, that, that was it. So um, hurricane related also. So my, my girlfriend is in Florida. She's on yeah. the East Coast, uh, Southeast. So she really was not going to get affected, but her area had a bunch of tornadoes. Yeah. So that night she she had her phone on and the alarm went off, I think, like three times, like literally take shelter. Hmm. And so I was up all night, you know, you know, trying to pay attention. So when uh, 4 a.m. like came along, I was like extremely tired. I was like, okay, let's do this. Let's watch Handler, get my head <laughs> out of it. Like, so I, I won't lie. I was falling asleep watching the episode because slower pace and everything. It's not that 4 a.m. friendly, but, <laughs> yeah. but I have a lot of good things to say about the episode. I was not angry watching it. I was more tired and drained emotionally. <laughs> yeah, I was just the last kind of hurricane beat. I was, am I going to have to watch in the afternoon because I have work on Wednesday? Or am I, or is something classes because I work at the university? If classes get shut down, the university gets just shut down. So I was kind of, okay, I'll wait till the end of the day. So yay no no work i can watch andor but there's a hurricane coming so kind of that balance but i, I was off this wednesday too because i was coming back from a trip but i didn't watch until i got home so i didn't watch on wednesday for the fourth Ooh. episode until like 10 o'clock at night when i got back to my house Ooh. wow okay yeah but i managed to remain unspoiled so either i did a really good job of my twitter mutes <laughs> or people are being nice this time I don't I'm seeing both. I'm seeing some people that just go and just post something, but nothing to kind of, oh, Vader just showed up. It, there hasn't been that much to spoil. Honestly. Yeah. Just, just uh, Luther and his post that we all love. Ah, I'm just getting ready. That was out there early. But if you don't know, it's out of context. Me getting good. ready to do customer service. <laughs> really? Yeah. Maybe for literally any work call. <laughs> I was talking about this with a friend the other day. We'll get to that scene. We'll get to that scene. Yeah. So let's start. Like I said, this is at least this episode was everything that I wanted from this show. The first three started showing kind of those quote unquote imperials because the corpus are, ah, you're not really kind of at that level. But that mundane day to day job, we started seeing with the guy in the blue spaghetti and getting yelled at while he's on lunch break, and the other guy's gonna take me all day to do this. And but now we saw the uh, the empire, like the ISB kind of. This is how you're supposed to do things, and they're not. It's not talking level or the emperor. It's kind of mid level. So I want to see those people and the three that they brought, and we'll talk about them. But where's my uh, Portagas, Didra Miro, and Blevin? Come on, all three, great, great in their roles. But I'm starting, again, this is what I wanted to see for this show from the Imperial side, so I'm glad that we got that. And then the whole episode was great. Uh, so Re Rachel, let's start. It kind of starts with Luthen taking Cassian to Aldani and kind of bringing him into this plan. Hey, you're going on a mission. I need you to steal some Imperial payroll. That's all. And then, of course, we get a little bit more. We saw a blue kyber crystal. We get a little bit of background. So this intro scene, how did you enjoy it? What were some of the highlights for you? I loved it. Um, 
about the point he said, we both know you're going to die fighting these bastards, I mm. might have screamed into a pillow because I'm like, yes, stop reminding me. Yeah. But <sighs> it was fantastic. I love Stellan Skarsgård in everything I've ever seen him in. So I was very glad that he's in this show and he's doing a great job. Yeah. Oh, this this one of those things that a lot of people say. Hey, I don't want famous people in Star Wars, but then uh, you bring someone uh, like Luke, like Stellan. You okay? This is a quality you, actor. You read my mind, Alberto. <laughs> I was going through that same line. Um, I'm I'm the kind of person who's like, really big name actor in Star Wars. Uh, <laughs> even with Benicio del Toro, who's yeah. not that huge, I would, he's huge in Puerto Rico. So <laughs> I was like, is that gonna take me out of it? It does a little bit, <laughs> but. Um, with Stellan Skarsgård, I was a little bit worried, but this episode, I was like, this is why you bring Stellan mm -hmm. Skarsgård into Star Wars, because this is the kind of performance he can give you, and only a, an actor of that caliber can give you. So, um... I would say... Sorry, didn't mean to interrupt No, you. I, I, I was gonna get lost, so... <laughs> um, I would say that it would be good, like, Stellan Skarsgård is a fantastic actor, but he doesn't have, like, that one role he's known for. When it's an actor that's, like, known or does one main thing, it can be hard to have them in Star Wars because you'll always think of that one thing. But he's done so many things, it's not like, I'm trying to think of an actor like that, like, if you have that one, one thing you're known for, sometimes it's weird if, like, you're... I guess Robert Downey Jr. has done a couple of things, but it would have been kind of weird if Iron Man is suddenly in Star Wars. It it would, and it helps us. He's he's basically like a character actor. He oh yeah, he's, he's kind of like a, a chameleon, but it's it's really working for me. I, I I'm loving the character. Yeah. If you've never seen um, the remake of Girl with the Dragon Tattoo, he's in that one, and he is yeah. very scary. Yes. yes. I or or how my parents, my, my dad's a big Star Wars fan. My mom's a casual Star Wars fan. They were watching the show, and when he shows up, he, they're like, "That's the guy from Mamma Mia." <laughs> I <laughs> like, yes, renowned actor Stellan Skarsgård yeah. or the guy from Mamma Mia. Yes. I love Mamma Mia. <laughs> oh, I'm a huge fan of Mamma Mia. I'll, I'll, I'll rock to Abba every single day. <laughs> my thing about Mamma Mia is it's all these really famous actors, and they look like they're having a good time. I'm like, y'all should be allowed to have. Fun. Yeah. Yes. So, for for people mom. of my generation, that's Bootstrap Bell. Oh, oh, he. Yep, he's Bootstrap Bell in Pirates of the Caribbean. I had never connected this. Yep. Oh my God, Alberto, let's talk about Pirates of the Caribbean. Okay. So I love that man's chest a little bit. But I like the first one. Okay, now I'm done. Well, Dead Man Chess, come on. I think that's my favorite. You can't really? go wrong with my... the old Nye. That... Oh, he's so good. Man, the, 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 that entire the... series is that they got a bunch of very, very good actors in a franchise and then just kind of let them go with it. And they just the first change that. Okay, I guess we're now in a war between fandoms again, just changing <laughs> stuff. The first one is the best. The third one, I think, is the worst of the trilogy, but it's my favorite. See, I love I that. At World's End. It's ridiculous, but it's great. <laughs> All right, so coming back to Star Wars, <laughs> but still not to Andor, because we're talking about big-name actors, and I guess it will be 
my fault as a Star Wars podcast. So I didn't mention that Christian Bale said, yeah, I would love to be in Star Wars. Is that a big name actor that's going to throw people off? I know he kind of transforms himself, but. There's only one role he can do that will not take me out. That would be, you see, Alberto <laughs> and Mark and Rowe. The path are open for me to come. Yes. Just give us something, Mark and Rowe. We don't care who plays it. We just want so Christian Bale, like you said, is a big name actor, and we're all going to think of Batman, at least. Yes, but know. I'm a. I'm a hypocrite, and if it's Christian Bale, I'll let it just slide. Yes. He used to be, he did Newsies. He's done a lot of things. Yeah. So he's yeah. done a lot of different stuff where he's put himself in different roles. He was um, one he of the voices in Pocahontas. He was? Mm hmm. And he was the Panther in the Jungle Book that Snoke directed. You know, check it on Netflix. You saw. Oh, yeah. Mowgli. Yeah, Mowgli. Adventures or whatever, the Legend of Mowgli. Anyway. So Minban, they mentioned Minban. I was they there do. and my mind just went, wait, wait, wait. Timelines, where is Solo at this point? Was Chewbacca down there and Andor almost throw down? I freaked out when I heard Minban. Give me Enfys I did too. I started Googling. <laughs> yeah. So funny thing, I have a Star Wars page a day calendar on my desk at work to go with my Star Wars women 12 month calendar yeah. on my desk. I like calendars. I have a lot of them, <laughs> but like, when I came back to work after my vacation, Mimban was the first day on my yeah. calendar. And I'm like. Yeah, because when Luthen jumps to hyperspace and it just goes and Cassian's like, whoa, whoa, what's powering this? And like, hey, it's coaxium. Come on, you, you got to know this. And then they mention Mimban. I'm like, hmm, did Enfys Nest give Luthen Rail some coaxium? Can we start connecting these dots and have Enfys at some point later? If yes, we see Enfys Nest in this show, like I'm going to be in your chat screaming <laughs> because you will not be able to contain me. Oh, I'll be there also. Oh, Mo is here. How are you doing, Mo? Thanks for joining us. And she's going to yeah. be actually on our show in about two weeks, three weeks. She'll be here for episode six. Mo if, will be here halfway through this. If Enfys Nest shows up, you guys are going to have to check up on me. Yeah, I'm going to be... I think we have a problem because we all have to check on each other, so we're not gonna be able to check on anyone because we're all just gonna. Mo, <laughs> if Mo, if FS Nest shows up, please check up on us. Yes. And when yeah. Saw Guerrero shows up, we're all gonna have to check on Mo. Oh man, there was a mention of Saw Guerrero, so we know he's coming. First mention: Saw Guerrero, saw you sleeping. You're gone. You're not gonna survive this. Yeah. Uh, so, Oti, we, apart from me and Ben, and we'll get to all the other Easter eggs that weren't going to appear in this show in a few minutes, uh, we have a blue kyber crystal, and then we start getting mentioned for more rebel cells that Luther might be kind of working with, and Andor kind of mentioned, oh, this is the Alliance, partisan groups, you guys are all the same. So we start getting that very similar to Jean's story when we meet her in Rogue One, kind of, you guys are all the same, and Rachel, you know from that novel where her whole life kind of goes disarray. But Oti, this introduction to Luthen taking Cassian to Aldani. So it was it was great. As I said, you know, the show is very well acted. And it's interesting because I think in this episode we see like three or four different Luthans. And here's the yeah. first one. Because immediately when they get out of the ship, we see a different Luthan. And which one's the real Luthan? We have no idea. Yeah. 
I think it was something we talked about on our kind of speculation. Who was a real Lutheran that we were in one or the other one? And now we're starting to see all of them. And we don't know. I want to say it's the one that's with Cassian. But Me at too. the same time, he said, if it's a problem, kill him. That's why we hired him. I, so we don't care. With, with that line, I'm not sure because he does give him the Kyber crystal. But what if it's not a Kyber crystal? It's just a piece of glass and he just gave it to him to make him feel special or something. <laughs> So I saw on Twitter a couple of minutes ago, um, Hope Molinas kind of put it out that what if it's kind of a tracking device or something? It's not really a car, it's just a way to keep track of for Cassianism. Maybe. I'm not going to, my heart can't take it if Luther no. betrays him. To me, at least, give I mean, Cassian's going to be fine until Rogue One. And it's going to for a couple of my years. But they might hurt my baby. <laughs> I mean, have you guys stopped to I think guess. that we're literally just watching the last years of Cassian Amber. <laughs> that is what the show is. This is a little bit morbid. The final years of Cassian Amber. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like, man, we should have named that this this segment. It said the Amber Files. The last years of Cassian Amber. Last... Season two will do that. The last four years of Cassian's life or just do a countdown. But then we get Mom! into this. <laughs> Did you have to say that like that? <laughs> He'll be okay, like Oti said. He'll go out with a bang. Um, so we can... <laughs> Sorry, a, Rachel. A, to be fair, a, a, to be a, fair, I also would like Felicity Jones to hug me as I die. But <laughs> I, 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 that's a great death. <laughs> uh, but Rachel, we get the introduction of Vale, which is kind of leading this other, I don't know, rebellion cell or whatever you want to call it. I know nothing about her, but I love her. Yes. And then she has she's the leader of this group planning this weird mission that have three days. But again, this was another great introduction to a character, not just her, and I'm sorry I don't have the name of the other six people, five people from her, from her crew. That these are characters that just in one scene, we already are invested with all of them. We talked about that last week. Everyone has a name. Everyone has a backstory. Everyone's invested. It's not just, yeah, that's the red shirt from Star Trek. They're important. So again, this introduction not, this... not all of them are going to make it. And I'm not they're, ready for it again. I think they're all going to die. I uh, don't think anybody's getting out of this show alive. No. Yeah, but like we like know <laughs> that final scene of season two is him getting on the ship that takes him to the start of Rogue One in the Reign of Kefreen. Yeah, and I know how far he gets from there, and it's not very. Like not very. Uh, did you freak out, Bobby, when they mentioned Saw Gerrera? I don't know the other names that she, he mentioned. I don't know who they are. Not, but. not really. Um, Sarg, like, we already know he's going to be on the show, so the surprise factor, like, Kind of went away, so yeah. I, I actually like thought he was gonna show up in this episode. Yeah, uh, yeah, maybe because we know maybe with Luthen is for the next episode he's going there because he's playing all these puzzle pieces at the same time. Yeah. I got Andor, I'm doing this off on Aldani. I gotta go talk to Mon Mothma, and he even tells her, I got a lot of mouse to feed. I can't be foraging. I gotta uh, give me money. I gotta go do stuff. So I think his next stop might be Sagarera. Maybe empty nets somewhere. Uh, but also, we've talked about, and a lot of people about, and even the um, Diego Luna and everyone's talk about this is a refugee story, colonization, all that. And we start seeing a little bit more with Aldani 
when Bell kind of tells Cassian, well, this used to be a settlement of tens of thousands of people that were here for, for centuries. And then the empire kind of Took them out. got rid of them in a decade. No, they didn't kill them, just kind of moved them down to another part. So again, we're starting to see a little bit more in your face kind of colonization. Do you think this is going to be a kind of a point as we go on with this story, kind of showing how the empire is not just I mean, taking over, but displacing I think, people? I think it is, like, especially as we get into Cassian's backstory with what happened in Canary, however mm -hmm. deep we go into that. But I think it's definitely going to be a thing because, you know, we have like explicit moments like this, but in the previous three episodes, the Empire is barely, it's not even present. They're, they exist, but yeah. we don't see them. But we feel, you know, that boot of the Empire stepping on, on, on everything. So I think it'll be like a recurring theme. What do you think, Retro? Is this something we're going to keep seeing more? And do you think the way this show is, is showing it works? It's, I know a lot of people don't like that. Oh, it's too obvious or too in your face. you think they're making a good kind of way of showing this and still kind of place it in the Star Wars universe? I mean, George Lucas said back in 77 that the Empire was U the U.S. going into Vietnam. <laughs> so it's always been this force of colonization. And I think that it's doing a really good job where, like you said, it wasn't like with the dudes in blue, like uh, the corporate. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We're getting this idea that they're almost an arm of the empire without being an arm of the empire mm -hmm. because they're furthering the same goals. So I, I really like what they're doing. I feel it in every episode. And I also feel the Empire in... Uh, because we know, like, in the original Star Wars, obviously there weren't... There wasn't diversity in the Empire. And mm -hmm. as they've added that in, you're still getting the stories of the people, like the women we're seeing. Every hair has to be in place and you have to work twice as hard yeah. to be taken seriously. Which is not funny, but they make kind of a mention to it in the episode when, what's his name? I have it here. Uh, I lost, I got too much stuff. Uh, Portagas kind of says, hey, that's why we hired you, but you got to do that, more. Or people are expecting more from you. Yes, Kyber. Okay. Oh, man. I'm, I can't wait to talk, uh, talk about the ISB because I just, I love every single one there. Um, but it's funny, Rachel, that you say that this is something that George Lucas brought in 1977 because Twitter tells me that Star Wars is not political. So I, I don't know who to believe. Twitter tried to tell me that Star Trek wasn't political. And I'm <laughs> oh, like, have you seen? Please, thank you for playing. Please, yes. please exit Twitter. Try again tomorrow. <laughs> yes. Uh, belated happy birthday to Rachel. And a birthday. Wait, what? Yeah. She had a have a birthday. birthday. Happy birthday, oh, sorry. Rachel. The other Rachel. Sorry, oh, okay. I said Rachel. Amy. Amy girl. Oh, hi, Amy. Happy birthday. Yeah. To say my birthday was in March. Did I get older or not? No. Yes. Sorry, just watching Andor kind of takes life out of us. Well, no. Belated birthday to Amy. Happy birthday, Amy. Um, unless I got it wrong, because who knows? Um, so let's get it. recently. Yes. So let's get to Luthen. We talk a little bit about Luthen Rail, his backstory. He has all these other cells. And we're seeing how important he is for the rebellion. 
I thought it was just gonna be, yeah, he's a new guy, that's it. But he apparently is one of the main guys that started this room. Are you surprised by this, Ati? How yeah, I, 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 honestly, I thought he was gonna be like a senator or something. Mm -hmm. And because we saw him with yeah. the wigs and everything in the trailers, so that's what I I'm actually, I, but I'm like pleasantly surprised to with what would what they're doing with the characters. So much more interesting than just being like a male counterpart to to Mon Mothma, like. A yeah. senator who's helping out so it's it's been very interesting and it's one of the things that's keeping me very engaged with the show yes we have bella organa for that who'll come soon uh, exactly. but rachel <laughs> let's get into the scene the meme scene basically but again a great acted scene with him kind of first bringing down that giant makeup mirror that my my wife saw and said hmm, that's a great one but goes through the whole process <laughs> goes through the whole process of changing himself. It's not just, oh, I got a wig, I'm a different person. It's the whole thing. The outfit, demeanor, how you express yourself, the fake smile, the way, okay, you gotta get my hands all working this way. Take me through that process as you were watching this scene and watching him transform into a new character. It was really interesting because we've seen like the idea of characters playing both sides, but we've almost never seen the transformation. Yeah. We usually like in with Bail Organa, the only times we've seen him in the Imperial Senate was the very few times at the end of Revenge of the Sith. And the rest of the time we've seen him, you know, being mm -hmm. Bail Organa. Yeah. But this is we've had to see him transform from one persona to another. And somebody pointed out that there's like a half second, he checks in the mirror, and then he has like a half second where he can fall back into himself before he has to put it on again. Yeah. And if yeah. you've ever worked customer service or anything involving politics and you're, you know, that moment you're alone in the restroom, you can kind of take, take your face off and take a minute. The second someone walks in, your guard goes back up. Yeah. I used to work at a electronic store and they said, if someone comes 10 feet from you, you have to greet them and ask if they need help. So yeah, you got that, from 15 to 10 feet, you're starting, okay, I got to change. I was chilling here and I got to put on my professional face and try to help this person buy a printer, which I don't want to sell, but okay. But Oti, we go from there to now he's- uh, No, 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 no. I, I want to talk about this scene. I know, uh, okay, so <laughs> transition from that to then meeting him in this antique saloon or whatever, where he said, uh, just uh, give me okay. the whole process. Yes, okay. So. This is probably one of my favorite moments in all of Star Wars. This Oof. little thing, because I always say uh, the difference between a great movie and this, in this case, a TV show and a good movie or TV show are the details. And mm. we and Maggie uh, talked about the the scene when he uh, Andor looks at, at himself in the reflection and he yeah. has that little moment. Great. And here, you know, we can just have him dress up and go out and change characters and we'd be fine. But no, we get that little moment with him just looking in the mirror, doing the laugh, doing the meme thing. And I don't know, man, I felt so identified with him because how I am at work is very different oh. from how I am at home. You know, I'm pretty mm -hmm. much the same goofy guy. But I remember at the beginning of the pandemic, I would still get dressed up to, for, for work, even if I, I was working at home. And my girlfriend was like, why don't you just like stay in your pajamas? I'm like, because I got to get a character. Because yeah. for there's something about getting dressed and you know, and I've done that same thing before a Zoom meeting. I'll like 
get in a little bit earlier and start like working my work laugh and you know like how I'm gonna sit and everything. And the minute I, I'm waiting for everyone to join, I'll be like, okay. <laughs> so I just love that little detail, and that's a that's why you bring selling Skarsgård, but mm -hmm. that's also what someone like Tony Gilroy gives you. Yeah. And let's transition then to. Mm -hmm. Because it also this whole sequence, man, it's yeah, it keeps some of my favorite Star Wars and anything. Um, I I love the let's say gallery of Easter eggs because <laughs> we we get Mandalorian yes. armor. Um, I'm sure it's not his, but Plo Koon's mask is somewhere there. Um, the the bat thing he shows, uh, Mon Mothma. There's uh, Star Killer's armor <laughs> from Force Unleashed. Don't forget the world between world, the brother. The, oh yeah, the the Mortis thing. Yeah. It, it, wow. <laughs> so that kind of dispels this whole shenanigans or whatever people had two weeks ago about Easter eggs versus no Easter eggs, right? They're there. That's fine, and that's the first thing that people kind of jumped in. And I was hoping, I think it's been the case that we haven't kind of lost ourselves or this episode hasn't kind of lost itself in those Easter eggs compared to the story and the writing because the story and writing are just taking this to another level. But then we see him there with his assistant, which I guess Star Wars databank put something earlier today saying that she's important in the rebellion or something going forward, helping Luthen, I guess. Mon Mothma comes around. We've been waiting for Mothma. Asha Mon Mothma Monday, I can't wait. Um, but Rachel, we get the senator. Oh, yes, I'm here to buy something for the day of days of my husband. Can you show me something from the back, basically? And then again, changing characters from this mm -hmm. happy senator to they're watching me. I got a new driver. I don't know what the hell is going on. I'm the first one that's going to fall. So, Rachel, we talked a little bit about. <clears throat> Luthen's dual personality. What about Mon Mothma having to go to him to explain that things are getting dicey out there in the Senate? How was that scene for her? Finally seeing Mon Mothma. I, yes, she's here. I felt awful for her, honestly, mm -hmm. because she doesn't, between this scene and later scenes, she doesn't seem to have a lot of people she can trust. Yeah. And for the first time, when she lets her guard down barely, she looks terrified Yeah, that she doesn't know what she can do. This is some of the darkest days because this is still pre-Rebels. Mm -hmm. This is some of the darkest days for her before she goes through all that. And seeing that because she always makes it look effortless when <laughs> she's on screen that, you know, and you realize that there's a lot of tension even because she can't even show her honestly her true face to the rebellion because the rebellion needs her to be someone else too yeah yeah she has to be the one in the senate kind of putting that face that yeah we're still fine we kind of don't like what the empire is doing but we're still kind of part of this whole thing but yeah Oti, then she kind of saying i've gone to the banks new faces i'm the first one don't talk to me about consequences or something because i'm gonna be the first one to fall we also see that she's kind of bankrolling the rebellion. Where are they getting all this money? It's her. She's moving money around. Which again, it's not something we get in Star Wars. Yeah. Maybe we get the banking clan at some point. But that scene with Mon Mothman, then she said, oh, I'm trying to bring someone new in. She talking about bail. There's someone else out there we're not thinking about. I, I would. 
I mean, you think that if it goes with Revenge of the Sith, that Bale is already on her side. Mm -hmm. But we don't know how much is still there. It's oh. it's Sabe, and we're getting Natalie Portman. You should have done uh, Yeah, we just do the whole part of the Caribbean thing. Bring it. Full oh, circle. oh, yeah. Well, no, yeah, we're getting Kira Knightley. I'm so if, sorry. Kira I was going to say, if we get Kira Knightley or I, I will die. If we get Natalie Portman, you're going to have to pick me up off the floor <laughs> of my apartment. By the way, I, I just want to mention something. Move, Mothma. Moth. <laughs> <laughs> Stop Thank telling Mo to behave. She's fine. She's fine. <laughs> She's right. Ooh, she she put someone else in there. Want to highlight that? Alt here real quick. Oh, Commander Sa Commander Sato. Maybe. I want. I know. It, it could Maybe be. Trying to reach out to Saw Gerrera. Is this where they were working together before they broke I... with the rebellion? I think I went to Rogue One, but I don't know if I I, I went to Sagarera, but I don't know if he's already working with Luthen. So I don't know. I, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I think he's already working with Luthen. Those um, on Ryloth? Are they going to try and reach Ryloth? The Mon Calamari. That's where I was going. What if it's? Can we get Radus? A certain <laughs> Mon Calamari. Should we get Radus? That's going to be a great one. Radis. We were talking during Potathon to um, Gary Witta, who wrote the original story for Rogue One, and he was telling us something interesting that you would like, Odie. Um, so they were trying to bring in Admiral Akbar for Rogue One, mm -hmm. but they were putting him in Force Awakens and Last Jedi, so they chose oh. to not put him in Rogue One because they thought it would be too much. So they said, well, we still want the big Mon Calamari cruisers. Let's make another one. And they invented Admiral Radus. The right okay. choice. Because Radus, sorry I'm for it, right. there is a hundred times better than Akbar. I believe right. that I might have squealed, I love Radus before <laughs> I remembered that I was supposed to be an adult. <laughs> Oh my god, look at who's here. We who's got here? Buck being grumpy. Hope there are a lot of cameos or known characters in Andor. I nah, I don't think we'll get a lot of cameos. Maybe we know Saw Guerrero's coming. We're gonna Maybe. get Kenobi, we're gonna get Quinlan Voss, we're gonna get Ahsoka's <laughs> gonna be there. Thrawn. I the one character I do not want in this show is Ahsoka, unless it's a very small reference because Cassian also worked as a fulcrum for a while. Yeah, that's precisely why I think she could be on the show. Uh, Tiny no. season two, but please don't do this to me. I'm thinking that since, as far as I know, um, Dave Filoni doesn't have anything to do with his show, and he's the only one that worked with Ahsoka. I don't think he'll say it. It's, yeah, it's, 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 it's time yeah. to break the... I mean, he, it's the same they company. Should. They can just it's, bring him on set that day and... No, I tweeted this it. morning or this afternoon that Thrawn makes perfect sense for this world. This Andor world, Thrawn kind of works perfectly. But I don't know. I have zero... See, nothing. It's <laughs> not going to be... Oh. We'll get... <laughs> I thought we saw her. It's just Bell. Bell is race mom. There we go. It's, it's 2016 all over again. <laughs> oh man. Okay. He Buck agrees with with uh, Ahsoka. Yes. <sighs> he agrees with you, which doesn't bode well doesn't for really, me when Buck is the, here in a 
couple of months or I don't know when he'll be here. We set the date. He'll be here soon also. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, someone's Let's coming. Get back on track. <laughs> yes, uh, we can't. But it's funny that when Luthen goes to Vale, hey, we have a new guy. And she's like, this late? You're yeah, it's happening and you shut up. And then he gets the same thing. So, ah, this late? Uh, we can do this. It's and she's like, every single person whose manager has ever brought them a new team yeah. member right before a deadline. And you're like, I'm, we got a, uh, a new team member yeah. um, at my work on our busiest day of the year. And we're like, thank you, HR. This was the day we needed. So we're like, look, just keep up. It's fine. Don't ask questions. Yes. Uh, it's like I, Four weeks. I've been in that position when you get a new person, you you didn't even interview. This is your new employee to fill that position. But I don't know who they are. But it's fun again. And they just keep with this dual personality as they're walking out, just not to spend too much time in the back to kind of raise suspicions for this new driver. Uh, take this gift with you. And if you don't like it, bring it back. I hope you, you know, when to make that decision or something kind of, yeah, we know what, if you don't think that guy's going to work out, just pull the plug. So I love that whole scene in whatever name Otti gave the place, the cabinet of cameos or whatever it was. The gallery, the gallery of, <laughs> cameos or yeah. <laughs> all right so rachel you wanted to talk about this from there let's follow with mon mothma she goes home after a long day's work gets home and her apparently she married a real piece of work Perrin, it's there oh i heard i got a gift and we have a party coming with these senators or governors talk to me about Perrin, and you see let's apparently... talk to me about Perrin first Apparently, so I heard there's some updates from Vanity Fair. Apparently, Mon Mothma has a kid. Yes. We don't know yes, about. Yes, they've been married since she was 16. That that we had heard before. Yes. And also, he's a. <laughs> Sorry, am I allowed to say that? I censored myself, but he's That's... an asshole, and I really no. hope. I, you know, at this point, I'm not going with divorce him. I'm really <laughs> hoping she chucks him out a window because at this point, I. He's it, it, there's a word for that kind of guy in Puerto Rico. It's called a bambalang. He's a bambalang. <laughs> like he because he's not evil. He, he I don't think he's an empire true believer. He's just like this. He likes waste the power. Of, he's just a waste of space. Yeah, so this stupid little bun <laughs> that man bun from 2017. Um, so no, <laughs> like 2014. Uh, Jon Snow man bun. Um, so I was gonna ask you guys, he's not 100% an imperial. Um, is he benefiting just from the position that they are? They're senators, high class, he doesn't want to kind of knock the hornet's net, but also he seems to me like this getting political type of Republicans that were, oh, I don't agree with everything that Trump is doing in this section, but I agree with him. In, no, no, you take the whole thing. You cannot separate it. So I think he's that type of guy. I don't agree with the empire doing X, but I agree to with Y. make the y. trains run on time. Yeah, uh, and then, go ahead. I, I don't like that he's racist, but you know, I'll take fascism for my yeah. tax breaks. It's just a little bit racist, yeah. You know, if you've got one, one Nazi at a table and 11 people that eat with them, yeah. You got 12 Nazis. 
Yeah. So I agree. the I chat isn't too happy with pairing, right? What are uh, they saying? Uh, <laughs> it's no, it's too much to keep up, man. Divorce him, yes, divorce him. Um arranged Buck's marriage, he hates him. Buck hates him. Once again, yeah. MILF 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 MA. Um do not censor motion, right? <laughs> <laughs> look, look at oh, this. Wait. No, you go. Space going. Lord Farquhar, that he is. That he is. Perfect. Can you get the divorce in Chandrilla, Buck? I don't no. know, but Probably I'm not. that's why she just needs to kill him. And I look, it, I we would not blame her. We don't agree with murder, but she's not that's a Jedi, so that's the, that's the <laughs> problem. Is like when, when I see that, I'm like, look, just kill him. And my sister's like, cool motive, still murder. And I'm like, eh, but is it though? Yeah, I I just want to say I a that scene was great, but I agree with uh, what Rachel said a couple minutes ago. Like, this woman has not one second of peace. Oh my God, Roberto's in the chat. <laughs> Roberto, Roberto, Hi, Roberto. I think, I'm waiting to hear back from Roberto about the date. I think I sent you a date to be here. No, you answer back. You're right. I'm just waiting on two other people. You will be here soon. Also, that's going to be so, another fun show. But so okay, Mon Mothma literally has not one second of peace because even at home she can't trust her husband, like because he thinks Slymore is cool. <laughs> I hope that they and have separate people. bedrooms so she can at least like go scream into a pillow, but I feel like they don't, and I feel like I she mean, has it, to be on Slymore is horrible, like she <laughs> knows who Palpatine is, and she's like, Yeah, cool. <laughs> So are we going to get something similar to that dinner scene from Catalyst, where everyone thinks that Mon Mothma is having an affair oh, with uh, Bale Princess and Alderaan. all this? Sorry? Princess of Alderaan. Yeah, sorry, there you go. They all no, kind good. of blend in. My God, that would be the best scene of all time. Because we already see that their marriage is not on the same wavelength. And she's bring, or he's bringing all these governors or senators from his past, Mencius Lai. I think um, we can. We might be able to get something like that. It's gonna be the way the the show is getting it has been written. Oh, I can't wait for that. Like she says, oh, I'll be there. But if you ask me to pay attention, you're gonna regret it because I'm gonna tell them why they're closing all these shipping lanes of fun people that you talk about. Oh man, that was so great. Snap, snap. By the way, it's I, it's I me at my family Thanksgiving. <laughs> Look, I'll be there. But if you actually make me talk to people, you're not gonna have a good time. <laughs> This this is literally like if AOC got home and Ted Cruz, Jeff Bezos, um, Matt Gates were all there. Like, hey, we're having dinner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh man, it's 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 kind of those dinners in House of Dragons where when Damon shows up, it's like, oh my god, he's here, but we gotta we gotta him. sit him at the table. Yeah. It's the same scene, like I said, every family has a Thanksgiving when you're like, okay, we're going in, we're not talking about this, or in the words of my mother, you know what, talk to your sister, you two will <laughs> not get into trouble if you just only talk to each other. Yeah. All right, so we haven't talked about the Imperial, the ISB, I forget the, whatever special bureau. Security. We, the Imperial Security, Security Bureau. Bureau. They walk into this. We have uh, Deidre Miro just walking into this. First, Coruscant. Let me, Coruscant oh, on the beautiful. Empire rule. Just looks completely different. That's awesome. That it looks, looks awesome. great, but we're used to all the lights and all the ships going and all the neon colors. 
here's just all cement and stuff. It's business. By, by the way, quick pause. Uh, Bug is mentioning Gorman. Gorman is the country that the planet she mentions that got the shipping lanes cut off. Mm-hmm. And that's a very important planet because there's a massacre that goes on there. That's what causes Mon Mothma to officially say, no, we got to do something. So yeah. I-, I was thinking about the name earlier, but I couldn't remember. But yes, thank you, Buck. Of course, Buck remembers. Yeah, that's why he's going to be in the finale. That's why we keep <laughs> Buck around. The finale. Oh, the trivia finale. Okay, so let's take another detour here. <laughs> I haven't talked to Audi about this. I'm making plans. So he doesn't know. But we're going to go with the Ando recaps till the end, which I think is the last Saturday, Saturday of November. And that will also be our season five finale. Okay. Uh, we'll take a week off. At I December. won't be here for the finale, by the way. We, we talked about this earlier. Don't get you're, you're don't never get here. Oh. I, I'm taking myself out. <laughs> no, that's fine. You get out. So then December 3rd, we'll take that week off. And then December 10th, we're okay. coming with the trivia finale, okay. which has Buck here. Eli, um, Connor, Connor, and Caleb from Mando Talk. It's going to be December 10th, and then we're probably going to be off the rest of the year and come back at some point in January with season six. Sounds good. All right, we're back. ISB, Yoti, they showed up. I screamed. Put everyone on notice, and I loved every single millisecond of his presence and everyone. But that scene. I... Let's just quickly mention, we've heard about the ISB so many times in books. We've read about them so many times. Everyone from the First Order used to be Mm ex-ISB. And we finally see them. Oh, my God. I was so happy. And they're stuck in bureaucracy like the rest of the Empire. I'm getting ahead of myself, but I love, you know, back to my love for the incompetency of the Empire. But... (laughs) He's like, you may have a point about the rebellion, <laughs> but you didn't file your your paperwork. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Who's that? I... The, the chick from Monsters Inc. Wazowski. You didn't <laughs> file your paperwork. <laughs> Wazowski, always watching. I, oh, by the way, oh. Deidre, I love her. Can't wait to see more. I can't wait to see her team up. I with just, Cyril I, I feel for her as like a young woman in. A position like that. Sorry, not to make Star Wars political again, <laughs> but I but I, I, I th- feel it. I think she's horrible, and oh, God, that environment's yeah. gonna make her worse. Like, yeah, and we know. Like, go ahead. The way she walks in is that she has to have everything absolutely perfect to be part of this like this because she's new to the ISB her coat is perfect her hair is perfect her bun is perfect her hat is at a regulation <laughs> angle and they still ignore her yeah twice I'm you know the, who, uh, twice you know, you know who's not gonna ignore her who? Cyril Karn when he oh, sees no. that perfect symmetry and Dude, that they're perfect... the same look Just she's that very she's pretty. that's why I love her <laughs> she's if like if she don't a space fascist. She's very pretty. She's, I think she's as, as much as a twerp as Cyril Karn. <laughs> like, I yeah, just well, wanna... she's good at her job. Cyril she has isn't. a certain level of skill and competence and doesn't look like... I saw someone describe Cyril as a wet chihuahua. She kind of looks like a wet chihuahua. I, I love Maggie's Mother. description as a twerp. <laughs> yeah. He's, he's Dwight Schrute. 
<laughs> yeah. Oh so man, but yeah, they're gonna be great together because she's gonna find the only person down there that's gonna get her some information on the NS9 star path that she wants and well, who's the criminal they're looking for. He has that information. So yep. she's, they're gonna tag together and she's the person that he's just going to, you're my mentor now. You're my muse, <laughs> I need you because you're the same. He's gonna follow her around like a puppy dog. Yeah, yep. but everything, Rachel, when that scene there in the ISB office or whatever, again, like you mentioned, putting everyone on notice kind of, yeah, everything you said is true, but eh, we don't care. That might be verbatim from the ISB manual, but it's wrong because we're in healthcare. Do you enjoy this this guy, Portagas? Hopefully, we'll get more more of him. I just want to slap him. To be entirely <laughs> honest, and I'm, I'm just sitting here going, "Your hair looks stupid. You're <laughs> stupid. We're not doing anything good for the galaxy." You're, but. It's that's the mark of it's somebody like Krennic. It's somebody you can see existing in a position that's not in the Empire. You can see them existing in our world because it's the, yeah. these villains that are the actual villains, not you know the space wizard with the red sword. Yeah, that's not no, something. But these are the villains that we see. I agree. Yeah, and I love like I love every single second of every time that's any of the. Speech. That speech when he's like, "We're not here for security. Mm -hmm. We're here to fix problems. Identify yeah. them and fix them." And yeah. the sooner we can figure it out, the mm -hmm. less things progress. And it's just and here really, and, really creepy. And and, and here's uh, Mira. Like, I have this huge problem. I identified. No, file your paperwork. <laughs> yeah, because she's like, I have a feeling, right, or a gut feeling that we have this rebellion or these other cells are gonna turn. We don't care about feelings. And I have my one of my ex boss. She's. I was. She was my boss. I was middle manager basically. I have people under me, and just sitting. Hopefully. Denise, you're not watching this. Um, she would say at one time, people would go to her, some of her employees, and say, oh, I feel this, or I feel that. And she's like, we're not here about feelings. We're here to do this, that, or whatever. And I'm like, ugh. But, so every time I would talk about something, I would kind of emphasize feelings as I feel, because I know she didn't like that word. But here, he's like, feelings don't matter. Give me proof that there's an organized rebellion, and then we'll deal with it. Because like Otis said, eh, just we need but you can't get proof unless you go looking for proof, and they won't let her look for nope. That's why we brought you here. He has six sectors. You have two. Great in getting those arrest numbers up above quota. We'll get you more of those. Like, oh, man, that's what they care about, just arresting people, whatever word he used. I love them. They were and great. It's like no, if they listened great. to her, like this man is about to become the biggest problem in the galaxy after Darth yep. Vader. <laughs> like, I mean, think about it. If they'd listened to her, they could have probably stopped this. Yeah. But no. She needs to get in touch with, and we mentioned her last time or during our Andor kind of speculation. I forgot her name again. Um, Buck probably will say in a minute. Uh, the hair, the chicken rebels works with Throne with the short black hair and blue eyes. Pride? Not pride, price. Uh, a ring price. of price, yes. They should get together. Give me pride, price here. She will work great also in this. Give me pride oh. also. <laughs> yes, pride. And, and Kennedy. <laughs> Kennedy would just be so just. 
That's a good use of de-aging. Just bring those two, de-age them a little bit. I love Kennedy and the case that he is clearly so annoyed that Hux <laughs> is speaking to him. Again, give me a Pride and Kennedy book. And throw Pride in there, whatever. <laughs> oh, it'd be great. Mo says that Deidre forgot that the fascists aren't yeah. down with feminism. And it's like, it's that's the thing. It's the, the, the same problem I have with Price. I'm like, they're just, it, it's not making it any better for you. You're just ignoring the parts that are terrible for you because you're hurting someone else yes this could be i just listened to a, a audible book about women in white nationalist structures which are also generally misogynistic and i'm just like they're not for you how can you <laughs> but if you can excuse that part of it you can stay on top yeah it's ah, the empire gotta hate them uh, but it was great. This whole episode, like I said at the beginning, is what I've wanted from this series. And again, the direction, the writing, everything has been stellar. The poncho. The poncho. Oh, the, the poncho, poncho game is poncho. on point. Come on. Killer poncho. TIE Fighters in freaking in <sighs> atmosphere was so great. Not and I think cool. next week, or one of because we've seen in the trailer, is a Star Destroyer. Destroyer, I think it's on the same planet. I think that's good. I think there's a part when they talk when the contact comes into Aldana and go, hey, this is how much time we have or whatever. And when they ask, hey, why the increased patrol and says, oh, we have a senator or a governor or someone coming from Kurosan or something. Can we get someone that we know or just senator? Someone from Kurosan is coming, is going to disrupt their plan. It's probably Governor. Uh, I was gonna make a joke again. I blanked. Sorry. <laughs> it's not the they first mention time. at some point some other Imperial scientists, and we know some Imperial scientists working at this time. They didn't mention Scarif. So they increased. They did, and I screamed. <laughs> like, Are we gonna get Ben Mendelsohn? If we get Ben Mendelsohn, don't bother checking on me. I'm dead. <laughs> I said I've been saying for a while. Yes. I think he fits perfectly. Tony I think Ben Mendelsohn would do it again because that band had way too much fun. Yeah, I think Tony Gilroy would like to work with him again. So hopefully. Yeah. Come on. Someone if we get Matt Mendelsohn, like even in a glimpse, I'll just resuscitate me. I'm dead. <laughs> I just finished, my friends and I just finished watching Casino Royale. So. Mm. Oof. Mm -hmm. Great. All right, um, Oti, any final thoughts on episode four? Uh, hoping to see episode five, or where do you think it's taking us? I don't know where it's taking us. I'm just here for the ride. It was a phenomenal episode, and I just wanted to be this consistent because it's been great. It's honestly yes. been, I, I don't know if it's going to be my favorite Star Wars anything. I'm going to wait until the show ends probably sure. to make that choice, but it's it's been phenomenal. Rachel, kind of same question. Are you loving everything? I am I am so in for this. The Rebellion is my Star Wars. I'm so here for this. And um, any way that we can see the same sort of things that we see in Rebels, not obviously exactly the same, but that birth of a rebellion, yeah. which is what Diego Luna talked about wanting to do 
in this and he's giving an amazing performance and can we all just thank that we have actors like Diego Luna in Star Wars who are not only phenomenal actors and directors he doesn't direct in this but if you do both speaking as someone in theater if you do both you kind of can see what what works and what doesn't mm -hmm. if you have input um just it's beautiful yes i mean i said at the beginning said a sec couple of seconds ago just giving me everything i hope to see from this series uh, next week again i think if since each three episode blocks it's kind of the same kind of story going forward um I think we're gonna see this mission of old Daniel get messed up with this Star Destroyer getting that we've seen from the clips and the trailers when they're escaping, kind of rappelling down. Mm -hmm. I think we're saying we're seeing Saw Guerrera next week. I think that's where uh, Luthen is going to be. Uh, we'll see what happens. Loving it. I've been kind of down that each episode is a different length, but I think three of the four has been have been around forty minutes, so it's not bad. It's a good good consistency. But sometimes the episodes kind of end abruptly. This one, hey, can I eat my food? It, Boom, it's over. It's like, ah, I, <laughs> to be fair, that's how I end a lot of conversations. <laughs> please finish my food. Yeah. I, I will say that's probably my only criticism of the show. Like, it shows it was meant to be like these uh, three, three yeah. episode stories. And it's, I mean, like, I'm fine with it. I, I'm patient, but it's kind of weird. Yeah, Roberto, you should have been here when we talked about our friend Perrin. Everyone was wishing bad things on Perrin. Well, yeah. Yep. Somebody suggested defenestration, and I'm here for it. <laughs> Sorry, defenestration, throwing someone out the window. Yeah, that's... There's a word for it. It's great. It's my favorite word, and now you can all use it, too. <laughs> He's going to fall for, like, three days. If... <laughs> it is a know, long way Cor down. Cor Coruscant, you know, infinite... Yeah. Oh man! I'm trying to remember and what the movie was. There's a movie where some oh, it's uh the TV show Sherlock. Uh, they call the ambulance and they're describing. Oh yeah, no, um, yeah, you should come get this guy. He's in really bad shape. He tried to break in, but he fell out the window. The villain <laughs> had not fallen out the window at this point, but they're describing to him what they're going to do to him before they <laughs> push him out the window, and that is what I wish upon Perrin. Yeah, so like that. Please call an ambulance. But not for me. <laughs> not for, not for me. Yeah. All right. That kind of brings an end to our Andor talk. We all love the episode. Can't wait to see more next week. It's about four days or three days. That's a great thing right now. There's so much stuff on TV that by the time you're kind of, ah, let me relax, it's right back there. That's the part I loved about being on vacation. I, I was leaving. I left with my three episodes, and I came back <laughs> to a new episode. I was yeah. ready. All right, and with that, we jump to our new segment, which is not new. We've been doing it for a few weeks now, where we talk about something else that is in Star Wars, a world between fandoms. So here we go. Talk about other things that are in Star Wars that unfortunately our guests haven't watched too much of. So I'll try to be as go, Alberto. Do it. Do I'm what you want to do. Rings of Power, episode you six. Talk about things the, that you're excited about, Alberto. The greatest TV episode in the history of TV episodes. All right, maybe no, but it was close. I said last week, Otti, how much I love episode five. You enjoyed it, but weren't as hyped for it as I was. No. This one is all action. All okay. battle, 
and I'll be vague again because Rachel hasn't catched caught, caught up. We haven't watched it, but oh man, the ending. The ending is what everyone's talking about, and it changes the whole season and the whole series and the way it's gonna go. It's something that we knew what we hope was gonna happen at some point, maybe not in season one, but it happened. And episode seven and eight, now we're, it's gonna be interesting to see how this season ends. Um, Arondir and Bronwyn, which I love their love story, this finally, they get together. To me, their scene felt like Kenobi and Satine when Kenobi is basically saying I would have if you told me to leave that Jedi order, I would. That's how I felt because being an elf and a human, you're not supposed to get together. Yeah, but and they, the, the minute they're called to leave, he like goes to do something else. <laughs> yeah, but but here he's professing his love and telling them what the future is going to be, and we're going you, me, and Theo. He doesn't leave her son away who doesn't like him. We're all going after this. We're just going to be together. I just love that scene because it was missing in the last few episodes. <clears throat> Numenor and their horses galloping to battle to help the Southland. Not galloping because they were going down that field, which is something I love in Star Wars. Take your help. You don't need to hear this, Oti. It was just awesome. You're just seeing my face right now. That's fine. Um, <clears throat> but it all goes down to Adar, Halbrand, and Galadriel their battle at the end um galario just with her horse and saying the same words that arwen tells her horse in fellowship uh not what is it i got it here uh not all in just to get make it go faster <clears throat> and it kind of puts a little bit more emphasis in all the halbrand talk if see sauron if see one of the nine of the fallen kings of men you see the ghost skin, we don't know. Kind of mentioned last time that I thought that him and Adar had some past, and they do have a past, but Adar doesn't remember who he is. I'm not going to say. Kind of puts a little bit more that he might be Sauron, because Adar kind of mentioned he killed Sauron, which we know is not true. I think he thinks he killed Sauron. Sauron then transformed or changed his appearance to Halbrand. And then it's coming back for after getting some reinforcement, getting some more <clears throat> strength under him. But the whole scene, the first battle was great. The last battle was awesome. And then, of course, the ending. I'm going to say it's spoilers. Don't hear if you want to. I'll, so Otto doesn't seem right. It's Mount Doom. When we get Mount Doom and the creation of it was just great. Um, I don't know. This episode, I could go on and on. But just talking by myself, it's kind of weird. But... All right, that's it. You you can come back. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You're you're okay. good for now. Um, okay. I'm just here to on. watch you be excited about things because watching people talk about things they love is always fun. It, uh, Alberto, are, are are there spoilers in the chat? Uh, like, no. I close the chat. No, no I'll do it done. for you. But no, okay. Buck has to go. Thanks for being here, Buck. We'll see you in a few weeks. Hopefully. Your mother love feels well soon. Yes. Um, Roberto's been loving this show because I know he's he tweets about it every second. Yes, he just uh, says Galadio's my favorite. I say last week when Galadio got in the boat with the Numeronians to go to Middle Earth, everyone just loved seeing her. Everyone in kind of sun. in awe. <laughs> and here when she finally reaches the village and Theo sees her, he's like, Who's that? 
and if ever it's not a spoiler anyway you can she gets it anyway it's great uh roberto just put in the chat how much you're loving it it's great i i, I really can't wait to see it all right and then amy is adding i'm totally here for that tender around the Bronwyn moment just supposed with all the amazing action yes amy you can it it was a great episode i think it might be my favorite of the season we just put so many things in motion for the last two. We didn't get anything with the Hardfoots or the Stranger, um, with the Dwarves. Um, so we're getting all that next episode and then probably episode eight, everything comes together. But so so no Elrond also? No Elrond and no so during. It, it's really just... Um, it's wow, just okay. the Numenor and Galadriel going to the Southlands to help them battle the Orcs. That's oh the whole God. 70 minutes of it. Holy. And the ending. Just watch it. Do this again. I watched it twice yesterday. I'll probably watch it again before this weekend is over. So I oh, love okay. this. So the the orcs, Uruks, like Edar says, are they trying to humanize the orcs? And I'll leave you with that. <laughs> I will say they're not, but a little. There's a little bit of. Hey, they are throwing things at Galadriel's face, kind of. You have a little bit of a hypocrite, mm, but watch good. it and then DM me your thoughts when you watch it. I, I will. I, I, I think at some point I'm gonna have to do a whole episode just recapping Rings of Power because I just love it. Too. I'll be down for it. All right. Uh, so let's go real quick to House of the Dragon. Have you watched House <laughs> of the Dragon, Rachel, or no? I have not. Um, I was never a huge Game of Thrones fan. Okay. The problem is I like to hear uh, other people's theories about it. So I generally read summaries to hear what <laughs> everybody's talking about and look at the pictures of the pretty costumes. They are pretty. We talked about the last week. Uh, They're insane. Yeah. Um, when I should have I should have said at the beginning, we now have on our YouTube page a whole separate playlist just for a world between fandoms. So if people can't catch them as we're doing the show, the live shows, or just want to see that part, I'll put a link somewhere here later so you guys can watch it. But all our episodes are going to be there. Oti, this is the first episode that now we have the older cast. So yes. Rhaenyra, Alison kind of got switched because it's been 10 years. Yes, you you know you know more about the lore for this one that I do. Does this kind of make sense with the way the story is told? And did you enjoy the new actors? I did. Um, Emma Darcy plays Rhaenyra, and I think Emma Darcy was incredible as Rhaenyra. Yes. And it, there was a high bar. Um, I mm -hmm. can't remember the actress's name when Rhaenyra is young, but she did a phenomenal job. And now with Millie Emma, Alcock. Millie Alcock, she did a phenomenal job. And now with Emma Darcy, we're getting that older Rhaenyra. It was a little bit, you know, um, has a little bit more experience. Mm -hmm. But I, I think she's still Rhaenyra deep down, you know. <laughs> and she still has a lot to grow and a lot to learn. I think I think she Rhaenyra is a little bit naive in the sense mm -hmm. that I think she thinks her position as heir is safe right. and it's yeah. not in any way, shape, or form. And I think that's what these next episodes are gonna be. Because in this episode, she has to know like you know, Allison is cooking up something, and I think by the end she kind of knows when she proposes, "Let's have our kids marry each other and be done with this." 
she kind of knows right there. And, and Alice is like, hey, it, it, on, Allison me. has her like read like a book because she, she's like, she's, she's desperate. But dude, um, Allison is just horrible. She's so petty and she's so, I don't know what the word is in, in English, uh, acompleja. Um, okay. She thinks everyone's against her. I love that scene when she's saying that they need impartial people. They should bring her father. And yes, they go like, he's not impartial, and she's like, "Well, he's partial to me." Oh man, it's, it's entitlement, and then Olivia Cook. Olivia Cook. Olivia she's, Cook. She's, she's great. great. How so, far of a prequel is this to Game of Thrones? Two hundred so, years. Okay, so it's yes. like the High Republic of Game of Thrones. <laughs> yes. Um, so I was afraid. Like you said, out there with the changing of the actress, actresses and actors, because I really started loving what Millie Alcock had done with Rhaenyra. She had become one of my favorite characters by the end of episode five. To now change, I was scared for it, but yeah, she's just killing it. Or I know really. that Emily uh, Emily Clark, who plays Allison and Millie Alcock, are in talks for season two. Mm -hmm. So hopefully, there's a way to bring them back. Because we're skipping out of story here yeah. to, to get to the Dance of Dragons, which is the big event. So hopefully there's a way to integrate them into the story because they, they were phenomenal. But they were great. I, I'm, I, I'm, I'm loving the show. Like uh, it's, it's so consistent. It's, it still reminds me of that early three seasons of Game of Thrones. Um, it's very dialogue-driven, very, very character and drama-driven. But I think it's just one of the best things out there right now. Yeah, it is It is great because it focuses on this issue about the Targaryens. We don't need to worry about all the other six houses. Yeah, they show up, I, but they're I'm, not... Yeah. I, I, I just love that. It's so focused on this dynamic. Yeah. So the only thing I'm afraid of going forward, they introduce so many new characters with all the kids. Then I can, who's kids? Who's your father? Or We never know it here anyway, as we find out as the episode goes on. There's a lot of new younger characters. You that you've read the story, are they they're prominent going on? Do you think we're gonna see a lot of them? Um more so Allison's kids. Okay. Yeah, because they're the ones that are trying like she said, and you're supposed to be king, we're gonna try and get you there. If I'm not mistaken, they're also gonna get recast sooner rather than later. Okay. Because uh, there's gonna be another time jump. And hopefully by then Viserys is gone because he's he, hanging by a thread. He's Palpatine on Exegol. <laughs> yes. Uh, uh, just move me around. How is he alive? I don't know. And I'm so he was sorry. dying 10 years ago. He, how is he alive? Yes. Right. Yes. He just wants to see his wife and his daughter get along, which they will never. Uh, that that scene where he, he's so sa happy seeing his grandkids and yeah. his kids playing, he's like, "Oh, they're gonna make such a good group." No, they're not. <laughs> and then they start fighting, and then the big thing. So let's talk about Sir Gawain Strong because oh, you and God. Maggie last week put me on such a high. Oh, you can't wait for Gawain. He's gonna be so great. You're gonna love him, and then he's dead. But he I I love everything. The first half of this episode was my favorite. When he's there with freaking Kristen Cole, I just I love that he got beat up for kind of that's something that you just say for someone close to you, like a cousin or this or a son. And he just freaking bam. Yep. I thought it was gonna kill him, and I was there. We just said we don't condone murder, but 
Christian Cole kind of I, uh, talking bad about it's right gonna here. Get, it's gonna get worse. <laughs> Okay, I'm you sure. can't go into a segment about something Game of Thrones related and be like, we don't condone murder. Isn't that the point <laughs> of this show? Yeah, yeah, just for some people. And Christian Cole deserves it. Just like Allison, they just took a turn these 10 years just hating Allison. Allison, the baby. That, that first scene is just horrific and it's when, so well shot. Yeah. Oh, that's great. It's a great one shot all the way up the stairs. You want to car? Yeah. Oh, so great. And then when she throws, I forget the name, the to Valerian. I don't know the name. Uh, Lena, Lena. Lena or Valerian went, oh, maybe keep one, trying. Keep maybe trying. one of them will look like you're like, oh, no, I hate you now. You She's are the horrible. worst. She's horrible. Yeah, it was a great episode. And then tomorrow we'll get that. The only yeah, thing no. I didn't like, which is now I'm kind of contradicting myself, because one of the things I do like is how it, how quickly it moves, that it doesn't take five episodes to go from point A to point B, just, oh, we gotta get there, we're there. I thought it was kind of a cheap shot, the way they just killed Harren Hall, burn it down too easy. Like, oh, yeah. you guys used to be murderers, go do this. Yeah. Everyone's dead and it burned it. Really, that's it? That's I, it? I, I agree, it happened way too fast. And I don't, not sure where Harren Hall is. I, I just, there's something I always like to comment on, like, <laughs> Uh, I love that Rhaenyra's like, we got to get out of here. We got to go to Dragonstone. Yeah. If it's, Dragonstone is like far, far away, Dragonstone is right next to King's Landing. Like, <laughs> right next to it. <laughs> yeah. All right. So let's finish this. Uh, Damon, we didn't get to talk, talk too much about Damon. He doesn't want to do anything else with the crown. He just wants to settle down. He's changed. He's a, a changed bit. man. He's got daughters. <sighs> he cares more, cared more about his wife than Viserys did. I think he he wasn't going to go through with it in terms of doing a C-section, knowing that his wife was going to die. But then she kind of takes matter into her, matters into her own hand and goes to this Godzilla of a dragon that she has, and then just burns. That's, that's actually a, a change they made to how she dies, but I kind of liked it because it parallels uh, Damon's and Viserys' choice. And yes. They're faced with the same choice. And mm -hmm. Damon chooses the other. Yeah. All right. So yeah, next week it's gonna be great. Um, Damon and Rhaenyra. If she goes to Dragonstone, he, he's gonna... the, the, the Damon is single and ready to Rhaenyra. <laughs> <laughs> and that's his that niece. Yay. Yes. <laughs> the only reason I was hoping that um, Darwin Strong didn't kill Kristen Cole is because I know that they have to have a rematch. Kristen and Damon need to have that rematch. And but Buck, who just left, said he hopes that Rhaenyra is the one that ends up killing Kristen Cole. I and don't, don't, I don't remember how he dies right now. But he dies. That's all we can. I, I mean, he's dead in Game of Thrones, so yeah. I mean, it's 200, 200 years. Yeah, he's gonna die <laughs> eventually. Hey, hey, it didn't knock no Yoda out with the High Republic. Yeah. All right, so yeah, Rings of Power episode seven next Friday, and then tomorrow episode seven of uh, House of the Dragon is gonna be great. Now that the characters are kind of a little bit more time with the older cast. Yeah. <sighs> oh, yes, Mo, you're all right. It is. <laughs> we'll take that out. <laughs> um, all right, so She-Hulk, Rachel, have you watched She-Hulk? I have not. I'm being a very, very bad guest on this show. I'm I haven't so watched sorry. it, and I'm a co-host. Oti hasn't watched it. 
he says every week he says I'll watch it, but he'll wait. Uh, but I said I'll watch it eventually. Eventually, I'm should... not a huge Marvel fan. I'm just here for how mad people are getting the twerking about twerking <laughs> because I'm like, really, like that's your problem <laughs> again. And I I saw that tweets about twerking before I show the episode, and it happens in a post credit scene for about five seconds. So if you're mad about that then that's on you. But yeah, like Roberto's saying, it's a fun show. And that's the only thing you need to know going into it. Don't expect this to be the biggest MCU superhero show with the biggest connection. It's a fun 30 minutes, and that's what each episode is. And that's what I've loved about the last four. This past episode was pretty fun also. I've seen both sides because she basically ends up going to therapy with this uh, bunch of like D-rated superheroes that she meets with Abomination. But they just kind of talk. She's been ghosted by this guy she saw. She was seen. And then they kind of talk, talk her through it. I've seen some good things. People saying, yeah, it was great having someone express their feelings in a superhero show and all that. And all these guys kind of helping out. And also see other people. She has all these female friends and guy friends that she knows. Why isn't she confiding in them instead of a bunch of strangers that she just met? She could have had a different outlet. Because it's an episode directed and written by a, a male director instead of ha having one of the female directors kind of touch on some of those points, especially the ending of the episodes. Of this episode, the way it ends, when they kind of show you why the guy is ghosting her. It's kind of can be triggering to some to some people. Maybe it wasn't handled the best way. So I understand that part. But as a fun 30-minute show, it works. And that's what I love about it. All this superhero stuff happening in the background is the thing like, ah, I don't really care about that. Let, let me just have fun for 30 minutes. In that sense, I'm really enjoying it. So I think it's only about two more episodes. So it might be ending soon. And then OT, you can watch it. If you find it, finish Miss Marvel, which you hadn't finished a while back. Miss Marvel is great. Did you finish Miss Marvel? Let's go. Okay, Rachel. <laughs> I have right. not watched Miss Marvel. I'm not a huge Marvel fan. That's fine. It's I'm messing with Otti because he said it like five weeks ago. He hadn't finished, so I haven't finished. I, I still haven't watched the finale. Okay, I'm terrible <laughs> with TV shows, guys. I'm terrible. Look, I can. It's when they were talking about possibly airing Andor and Bad Batch at the same time, I'm like, I can't do it. I can't keep <laughs> up with two shows at once. I don't know how Alberto is doing four shows right now. I can't do it. My brain doesn't work like we, that. We gotta go, but when is yes. Bad Batch coming out? 2023, right? It's January 2023, I believe. Okay. So it's it's called working from home on Wednesdays and Fridays. I also do that, but I still have to like same work. We all work from home. Don't again. Don't tell my work, my coworkers. And, and Berto is not, just let it be on record. Alberto is not working. <laughs> I am I'm on kidding, my, I'm kidding, I'm Teams on my I'm phone. Kidding, I get I'm my kidding. work phone transferred to my cell phone, dude. I'm being seriously. I get more work. People call me more on my off days or working from home than when I'm at my office. It's like they know it, it, ha it happens. It happens. Mm -hmm. All right. So and thank then you. and then all the numbers from work come up as likely spam, and I'm like, I still yeah. have to answer it. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I want to thank. Apart from thanking, of course, Oti and Rachel for being here. Let me chat. Thank the chat Mo, was great, great, Buck, great, great. Um, Amy, Roberto, Dale, everyone that showed up today. Thank you for being here. 
make sure you hit that like. We forgot to talk about it. Like, comment, subscribe, all that fun stuff. We've lost two subscribers on YouTube, so hopefully we can get that up. But uh, we're here to have fun. If you didn't like it, there was something you didn't like. I say we fight. What choice fundraiser? Rachel, thanks for being here. Where can people find Thank you? Thank for having me. Uh, you can find me on Followers of the Force uh, when we record. We're all... Um, our main host is in Orlando, so you know there's, there's <laughs> been some weather. But yeah, yes. so uh, you can find me on there. You can find me on Twitter at Built on Stardust, and um, I run the Twitter account for the What Choice fundraiser. We're trying to get our last two thousand to hit that fifty thousand mark. So uh, we're going to be announcing some new raffles soon. So uh, follow me at What Choice Twenty Two. All right, check that out. That's a great fundraiser, guys. They great with that. And all the fans, everyone that supported that when it was going on and still going on. And you can get Oti's great shirt over there also, supporting what choice. Oti, say what you always say. <sighs> Come on, guys. Uh, whatever it says down there, just follow that on Twitter and Instagram. <laughs> and Alberto leaves the show notes. Uh, yeah, you know. <laughs> it's there. It's in the show notes. You can find all the links for Oti, for Rachel, for all the fundraisers. Everything's down there in the chat. Thanks again for everyone that joined us. We'll be here next week with our friend Norhal. Stay Ooh. safe. Be safe. May the force be with you.